Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. It's the FA Cup final this Saturday between Arsenal and Chelsea, and here's our FA Cup final preview. Uh, me and Lou are joined today by James Rose, an Arsenal fan and the writer for World Football Index, and Dean Mears is a regular for uh, CFC UK and Chelsea Fancast. He's also got a book on Maurizio Sarri, Cult Fiction, um, really good book, uh, links in the description below. Um, so we're going to talk about obviously the final itself uh, and uh, the performances leading up to the final as well, and a bit about Arsenal and Chelsea season so far. Um, if you are new to our channel, please subscribe to us and uh, let us know your uh, cup final predictions uh, in the comments below. It'd be great to read those. Um, right, let's get on with the preview. Well, thanks guys for uh, for joining us today. Um, obviously, two good wins for both clubs in the semi-final. Um, you know, Arsenal beat Man City and uh, Chelsea beat Man United. So, um, we'll start with you, James, first. Um, obviously, uh, must be surprised a little bit by, uh, by Arsenal's result in, uh, in that semi-final. Yes, I was. I was. I think the bookies were as well. Arsenal were priced eight to one here in the Netherlands to win that game in ninety minutes. But it was a really good collective team performance from one to eleven. Really, really, you know, it was the whole team effort that got us over the line. And we're going to need exactly the same thing on Saturday. You know, it's our only chance to uh, to get into Europe, European competition next season, and um, and the opportunity to win the FA Cup for a fourteenth time. You know, we know Chelsea well due to their uh, Great performance last uh, May in Baku and to play them in a final again so soon. Uh, Arsenal will need a real collective effort on Saturday. Uh, we'll need the same effort and the same concentration levels uh, than, we, than we had at Manchester City if we're going to have a chance. And I think it really is going to come down to the day, you know, which team performs better on the day and uh, should be a good uh, final and really looking forward to it. Yeah, well, that's so-so, mate. I mean, Lou, I mean, it was a resolute defensive display by Arsenal, um, a sentence I haven't said for a number of years now. I mean, um, well, a lot of pundits have said it as well. Um, I mean, was that a bit of a surprise against such... I mean, obviously, Man City haven't won the league this season, but they're still a formidable outfit. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you look at their squad. I mean, I was talking to you, Bill, one hour on the day on WhatsApp, and you said to me, yeah. a sentence I never thought I'd write, Arsenal with a good defensive performance. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, no, it was it was really, really unexpected. And especially when you look at the, the front line City had, you know, and you just think, like, we're, we're very likely to concede multiple. But everyone to a man, as James said, was faultless. I thought David Luiz had one of his phenomenal performances you know he, he's, he flips hot and cold doesn't he from really good to horrendous sort of moments like the weekend just gone but I thought he played out of his skin that night and I think everyone was you know all the defence played flawlessly so um, yeah I, I was as surprised as you and I'm a fan <laughs> what a good <laughs> good good show we had so yeah no that was, um, it was a real pleasant surprise especially against such a good team so um, hopefully we carry that on this weekend you know um, it's going to be a, a different sort of challenge but Hopefully we can keep, you know, I think we're going to need that same unity, aren't we, as well? Um, I think we, we almost showed a bit of that old school Chelsea in a way. That's what I always liked about Jose Mourinho's teams is they didn't always win, like, you know, nice, but they won ugly. And it, you got the results when it mattered. So we kind of took some of that, which was quite nice to see, actually. You know, we've sort of lacked that over the years, haven't we? A bit of conviction when it gets tough <laughs> and not, not falling apart. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a really nice, pleasant surprise. Oh, I bet. Um, well, Dean, from a Chelsea point of view, obviously, um, you guys beat Man United 3-1. Um, a lot of focus was on David De Gea's, you know, horrendous uh, mistakes he made, but overall, Chelsea deserved it comfortably. And I think 3-1, if, if anything, flattered Man United. Yeah, I think before the game, I said there's no way we can lose four times to that Man United team. 
because I don't believe they're that good, to be honest. Um, we've had um, some struggles against them this year, but um, you know, like, much like Arsenal, you know, one to eleven, we we didn't let them breathe all game. We really suffocated them. You know, the type of football that you know, Lampard's come to expect from his team—that sort of press all over the pitch—and if we do that again on Saturday, I think you know we'll have too much quality for Arsenal. Well, we'll see how it goes on. So, in terms of the final itself, um, well, Dean, obviously the goalkeeper situation has been talked about quite a bit. I mean, do you think um, Willy Cabrero should um, should stay in goal for for Saturday? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's no way that Cap is going to play for Chelsea again. You know, I feel quite sorry for him. I think he's been you know let down. I don't think he's as bad as people make out him to be. But you know, his career at Chelsea's finished uh, as far as as Chelsea fans are concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, guys, um, you know, James and, and Lou, um, obviously three at the back worked well in the, in the semi against City. Um, do you think Arteta should uh, should go for that formation again? I think so, yes. I think so. As I touched on earlier, you know, it was the collective effort that got us to the final. If we're going to have half a chance of winning the final, you know, when we've got used to the same formation, obviously Mustafi won't be playing, unfortunately. He's out until October. But, you know, tried and tested what what got us there, stick with it. And I really do think it's going to be what happens on the day. The, the smallest of details could be substitutions, could be a, a tactical switch, could be completely decisive. And what about you, Lou? Um, yeah, I agree with James. I think, um, you know, I think that I think every player, well, obviously, bar the ones that are injured, you know, really warranted their place and they showed they could play in that system. I think Chelsea might be um, a slightly different game because they're a little bit like similar to Arsenal in a way, aren't they, with a the high sort of pressing and the quick counter attack. So it might be quite an open game. I would imagine both teams will probably play some, you know, a formation somewhat similar for, you know, sort of those quick counters. So, um, like James said, I think it might be a game of small margins where one error could cost it, you know, one slip in the wrong place. And especially both teams have got pace, haven't they? And both teams have had a couple of ropey situations at the back. So it really does feel like anyone's game. It's sort of, you know, as James just mentioned, it sort of seems like it's uh, it's going to be small margins and little errors here. But I, I do think everyone, I think that's the right formation to go with. I would imagine the focus will be trying to sort of nullify Giroud because, you know, we know him very well and he's very powerful, isn't he? He's a very strong physical guy so I would I would sort of imagine they might try and use that to their advantage in this game against the defence you know kind of bully us out a little bit um, he's been, I, I he's been in the goals as well as well as his hold up play yeah 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 he's been playing he's been playing really really well he's I don't, I don't know how you feel Dean if you think he's earned his a place in you know the starting place but um, he seems yeah. to really put a shift in yeah, I loved Giroud when he was at Arsenal. He was one of the players that um, you know didn't quite get the plaudits I think he deserved, and he's shown when you know Tammy Abraham had a, a great season for you know a young striker, but when he needed that experience, Giroud really stepped up, and he's definitely you know head and shoulders you know the number one striker for Chelsea at the moment, and you know if he can you know get that physical edge on the Arsenal back line, then we you know we could have a good day. But you know like you said, David Luiz had a fantastic game against Man City. You know he's a player that we all know very well in the big occasions, you know, he does step up and, you know, delivers, you know, most of the time. So we need him to have an off day, of course. Um, <laughs> but like you say, small margins um, are really going to decide this game. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, I think it's fair to say that defence for both teams isn't their, their strong suit. Um, it, could it be a case where whoever defends uh, defends better on, on the day will actually, uh, will actually get a result? 
What, what, what do you think, Lou, on that? To be honest, I just have a feeling it's going to be quite a lot of goals in this game. I, I sort of feel like it might be more the the quick counters and who scores more first. I've just got a, a bit of a a bit of a feeling where it might be like a three-two or something, you know. Um, I think both teams will want it. So um, yeah, it, it's hard to say. I think um, both teams will try and press their luck, won't they? They'll try and outpace or sort of bully the both teams' defenses. Um, but I do feel like there'll be a fair few goals scored this one. So I actually think both teams will just try and rely on their strikers, you know, and, and just utilise some pace and just try and get in and, and, and score as many as possible. Uh, but obviously I've been wrong many times before. <laughs> Could be again. What about you, Dean? Yeah, no, I think I agree with that. You know, we, we always look suspect to conceding goals. And, you know, even when games when we've you know, been 2-0 up, we're thinking... We need another three here, just to be sure, because at any moment that defence could just implode, you know, a free, a free kick, a corner kick, and we've conceded a goal. Um, you know, that's why teams play three at the back, is because they can't have two good defenders. And what about you, James? Well, I think um, I think my I think I actually go might go to extra time and penalties. I think I just got this sneaky suspicion that it's going to end up two-two. And, and that hopefully Arsenal win on penalties, but I've got a funny feeling it will be extra time and, and penalties. I reckon. If I can just quickly touch on Giroud, you know, he's, he's had a tremendous career. I mean, I remember when he signed for Arsenal from, from Montpellier, in, I think, um, for 12 million euros. And, um, you know, he's doing really, really well. And then I was at the game against Monaco in 2015 where he missed a hat full of chances. And in that particular game, certain sections of the fans started to turn on him. You know, always a lamppost. Always never going to win your league title. But Chelsea have seen, for example, in Baku last uh, last May, when you need him, the man's there. And um, I think he's done really well since he's left Arsenal. And I think a lot of Arsenal fans thought that when he, when he was going to leave Arsenal, that he wasn't going to do as well. You know, he's got an opportunity for himself to win the FA Cup for a... Um, for, for, I can't think of five or six times if he does win it on Saturday, I think. And, um, you know, he's had a tremendous career. And um, I think, you know, touching on experienced heads as well, I think Aspiliqueta will, uh, will play a big part for Chelsea on, um, on Saturday. It makes me feel really old because I saw him play for Osasuna against Real Madrid in the Bernabeu in 2010. And it was uh, Aspiliqueta on the right and Monreal on the left. And it makes me feel really old. But he's uh, an absolutely stellar pro and a fantastic uh, attitude. Now, what a good player he is, yeah. Um, let, let's just touch on um, the overall season quickly for, for both sides. So, um, James, as an Arsenal fan, um, are you happy with the progress that um, Mikel Arteta has made so far since he took over? I think it's still very, very early days. Very, very early days. You know, I, I'm in a privileged position, as you know, where I interview professional managers on a regular basis. And speaking to the likes of Graham Potter and Danny Cowley, among others, through the years, you know, it's simply not a question of um, of picking eleven men and your subs and sending them across the white line. Experience is key, you know, in terms of learning your trade. And I go back to something Danny Cowley told me when he was at Lincoln. He said, "The longer you stay at a club, you know exactly what you need in terms of personnel, in terms of characters." And Arteta is. Um, is still yet to learn his trade. And my own personal opinion is Lampard is further on than Arteta due to that season he had at Derby. You know, the championship is a very difficult division, as we all know. Derby is a big club. And, you know, that experience of a, um, 
of a full championship season and getting them to a playoff final is is standing him in, in good stead. I don't I don't just think it's because of his Chelsea past that Lampard is doing so well at the moment. It can't just be that coincidence. And um, I just think it's a lot. It's still very early days with Arteta. I mean, I mean, for me, the season kind of curtailed when I arrived in Norwich, coming up from London after the Frankfurt game to find out that Unai Emery was sacked. You know, after only eighteen months, and you, you know, you you think of the rumblings that Liverpool fans had when Klopp started. You know, there were some rumblings of Liverpool fans. Oh, Klopp's not good enough. I'll get rid of him. And now look at them. You know, it does pay to um, to show um, to show confidence in your manager. You look at Southampton. You know, they were battered nine nil, and you know there was criticism from all ends for Harsh and Hurtle, and they look now to have the base put down for them to go on a, and have a good season next year. So, uh, you know, sticking with your manager is very important, but it's still very very early days for Arteta, and he's got very little experience to fall back on. You know, most managers have their uh, previous season's experience with a different club at a different level in terms of tactical switches and substitutions and reading of a game. And Arteta doesn't really have that. So it's still very early days, but um, nice to reach a cup final and hopefully you can have a good debut season by winning a major trophy. Yeah, I've, I've certainly, you know, from a neutral point of view, I've seen um, some good shoots of progression under Arteta anyway. Um, Lou, what, what about yourself? Um, your thoughts on how Arteta's done so far? Yeah, I mean, obviously I don't have the sort of professional background that James does, so it's more of a, a fan's opinion, but um, I, I'm genuinely really impressed. Uh, obviously, um, you know, we can only sort of go on what we see week in, week out, you know, sort of public-facing-wise. Um, but what I have read from some of the athletic articles and that things that you sent as well, Bill, like for some of the insight on the way that he handles himself uh, and the way that he's integrated himself and just behaves. And I've, I'm yet to see an interview with a player. It was a really good one with Kieran Tierney that was just filmed just before lockdown in February that was on the Arsenal channel. And they, they asked him about um, Arteta and, you know, the players seem to really, really buy into him. You know, they really seem to rate him. Um, I'd, really do have a really good feeling about him I do think he's going to be something really really good you know he's got to have somewhere to start like James said he needs experience but I mean to be honest what better way to try and learn on the job than you know one of the most competitive leagues in the world so he's going to have to sink or swim it's kind of it'll show you what he's made of um but I'm really impressed by him I just love his attitude I love his interviews. I like how honest he is. I like watching, you know, he fills me with confidence. When I look at the touchline, he's constantly screaming. I can't remember what game it was, but with the, without the audience. And he was, he was talking to the players in four different languages. You know what I mean? He just seems to have like, it's, I mean, we've seen in recent years that man management is, seems to be the most important thing. You know, if, you're, if your players are at a loss and they can turn around and look at your bench and they can see your manager just telling you exactly what you need to do, where you need to be. And he seems to have the insight and, you know, he seems to understand what he wants to do. Um, so I think that's, that goes a long way for the players to, you know, be sort of seeing the way the form that we've played, the way, the, sorry, the, the sort of type of performances that we've put in. I don't think we've seen a really strong Arsenal defensive performance for years until the Man City game. Um, but uh, yeah, to answer your question about this season, obviously it's hard to measure it. I mean, it's, kind of been a write-off from when Unai Emery got sacked really wasn't it because we weren't in sort of any good position but um, yeah I, I think from when he's come in I think he's made 
the most of what he's had in a short space of time. And he's, and he's got good performances out of players that weren't performing before. If you look at Granite Xhaka, how many fans, and I, I don't know about you, James, like, but how many fans would have believed that Granite Xhaka still had a, had a place in the Arsenal team? Mm. You know, and sort of put mm. the performance that he's, that he's done. And same with David Luiz. I know he has his moments, but you know, he's, he's also put in some stellar performances and he seems to be really highly rated in the dressing room. So I feel like, you know, the limited information that we've got, we've got to go on at the moment. He seems to have, um, from my perspective as a fan, and obviously without professional insight, but he, for me, he ticks all the boxes what I want to see from my manager. I want someone that wants to win. I want someone that's not, is not sort of shying away from controversy in interviews like he does about the board backing him and things like that and saying, look, we, we're miles away from the top. I think that's quite refreshing. So, um, yeah, for me, it's all positive, and I, I just hope—I really hope it goes well for him. Um, and I just feel like with a, with a bit of money and some time, I feel like we can we can start moving in the right direction. Yeah, it seems to be the right man from what I've seen. Um, Dean, from a Chelsea point of view, obviously Frank Lampard was a, a Chelsea legend as a player, um, and this season, first four seasons, gone better than what I certainly thought he'd go. Anyway, I thought they'd finish in the outside the Champions League places but for them to finish fourth and potentially win an FA Cup I mean if they do win it Saturday it's got to be a perfect season hasn't it? Yeah absolutely I mean um, I think Frank was the only person that could have got this job after you know what we went through last year under Sarri you know the fan base was, was totally divided on whether he was a tactical genius or just some man off the street basically um, what he's done in terms of you know losing Hazard and bringing in you know all those academy players and for most of the season producing really good football um, has been fantastic. Uh, you know, there's a lot he needs to learn still. You know, much like Arteta, uh, he's learning on the job. You know, there's been games where he's played four formations just trying to get something to work. You know, it shows that he's not afraid to to make those changes and you know use the personnel that he's got available to him. You know, much like Arteta, you know, the players buy into him because. He is Chelsea, you know, he's our greatest ever player and one of the best midfielders of all time. Um, and when these new players like Timo Werner and Hakim Zayic come in, you know, do their interviews, they're, they're all saying, you know, the reason I came here was because of Frank Lampard. And they're all buying into this, you know, new idea. So I don't think we've really seen that yet. I think we're going to see that more next season, what he really wants to do with his team. I think there's been a few glimpses of it, but nothing that's been, you know, set in stone. You know, like you say, reaching the top four was out of most people's expectations. I mean, I predicted them to come fourth just because I couldn't put um, Man United or Arsenal there. And that was just basically a Chelsea supporter thing. You know, I put them there because I couldn't bear to see the other two there. Yeah, but, he, you know, he's done fantastically well um, to get us back in the Champions League. And it really feels like something special is, is starting here. You know, we've been a club that have flown in the face of sticking with a manager and building. We've been, you know hire them if they win, keep them. If they don't, you know, then they're sacked and we'll bring someone else in because we've had a core of players that's enabled us to do that. What we're looking at now is a group of players that need somebody to guide them through the next three or four years, develop them into the players that they can become, you know, and who better to do that than one of the best of the profession themselves. So, you know, winning the FA Cup for us would top off a great season, you know, and really, I think, kickstarts on. But you know, like Frank said before the Wolves game, you know, the next two games don't define our season. You know, what we've done already, you know, has been has been good enough for him to see that there's going to be progression. And, you know, we're all really excited about what, you know, what's going to happen in the future for us. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, right, let's get on to our uh, predictions, guys. Um, Ryan couldn't join us today, but um, he's filmed a little piece for us about the final and his predictions. So uh, let's hear his thoughts. No, really buzzing for Saturday. It's going to be a great game. Two managers, you know, want to make a name for themselves. Frank Lampard, Miko Arteta. You know, this would be great for them to win their first trophy. So it's not going to be easy. Giroud, who's playing for Chelsea, former Arsenal, won the FA Cup with Arsenal and Chelsea. Um, great opportunity for him. But uh, I think my prediction is, I think Arsenal can do it. It's going to be 2-1, but you never know. I think whoever wins, it will be 2-1. So Chelsea are going to be favourites, and I wouldn't be surprised but if they do win, but I've got the full faith in the team. But I think this is important for Arsenal. You know, they haven't done very well, finished 8th this season in the league. This is an opportunity to finish in you know, to get into the Europa League from winning the FA Cup. So a lot of Arsenal fans, including myself, are thinking maybe it's a good idea not to actually play in Europe next year to just rebuild. But I think we need a boost. We want the FA Cup. And if we're playing the Europa League, it gives us an opportunity to play the, the youngsters in the group stages. And then hopefully, if we get to the quarterfinal plus, play a good squad, try and win it and get into the Champions League. So it's going to be a tough game, really tense. But I think Arsenal can do it. Come on. All right, well, there's, uh, there's Ryan's thoughts. Um, let's go around and uh, get our score predictions, guys. So, uh, Dean, we'll go with you, mate, first. I'm going to go 4-2, Chelsea. High scoring, like it. Lou, what about you, mate? Uh, I'm going to go 3-2, Arsenal. Fair enough. And James, you think we'll go to the penalties? Yeah, 2-2, two, two, Arsenal to win on penalties. Yeah, actually, I think it'd be 2-2 two, two as well, but I think uh, Chelsea will just uh, get the edge on the shootout. Although um, Martinez has been playing very well, Bill. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. hell of a decision for Arteta to make, you know, because I believe those two goalkeepers, Leno, Leno and Martinez, they're both far too good to be number twos. So he's got a huge decision to make. Um, well, guys, thanks for thanks for joining us. Um, hope you enjoyed the uh, the final Saturday. Hopefully, there'll be a good game uh, for. Well, it'll be a good game for both sides. So, um, we'll see who, uh, who comes out on top. Um, well, thanks for watching our preview, guys. Um, if you are new to our channel, please subscribe to us. And if you enjoyed this video, give it a like. Uh, and let us know your uh, score predictions in, in the comments below. We'd like to read those. Uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.